welcome back to My 99 Cents, a podcast about youth and business and politics. I'm your host, Katiana, and I'm here with my co-host, James. Today, we have the privilege to have Vanessa Adikusumo, chairwoman of Museum Machan, as a special guest. I personally have always looked up to Chief Vanessa. In the few times I've met her, I could see how accomplished and inspiring she is. She's a very definition of a savvy businesswoman. Yes, her biggest project, Museum Machan, was and is such a popular museum. I remember when my whole Instagram feed was literally full of posts from this unique and beautiful museum. Yeah, I've been there a few times myself, and even my sister, a fine art student, has interned there once before as well. From those experiences, I can guarantee that Museum Machan is not only a museum, it's a whole experience in and of itself. More than that, it's educational, it's inspiring, and also, it portrays the works of the local artists. I agree. I think the whole concept is just super cool. But without further ado, let's jump into the call with her. Hello? Hi. Hi, Chief Vanessa. Uh, hello, hello. I'm uh, here with my friend James. Hi. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. <laughs> How are you? I'm good, and how are you guys? Good, good. <laughs> good. How are you adjusting to married life? <laughs> it's been okay. I mean, it's been about... So we just hit like five months, like two days ago. <laughs> so, which is like crazy because time flies by so fast and yeah. you don't feel it in like quarantine. <laughs> but yeah, it's been great. Uh, um, we like it because Marshall's also working from home too, right? So, oh, you know, great. we spend a lot of time like together, which is... Fun. <laughs> okay, so explain to me a little bit about what this is for again, and then like how the interview is gonna operate. Okay. Uh, yeah. So basically, like, um, I think like one of the main problems that we see today is that so many uh, like out people our age, Gen Zers, are like really uninformed about business or like really uninspired. So they don't really have like someone to look up to, especially in Indonesia. Kaya for certain like girls, especially, they don't see kaya any woman role models that are in big like big in business, doing really inspiring things. So we thought like um, we wanted to invite people in this podcast to like really share a bit about their stories and how they can inspire other people as well yeah okay so why don't you tell us a bit about yourself to like start off yeah okay so hi my name is Vanessa Adikusumo um, I'm currently the chairwoman of the Museum Machan Foundation Essentially, what the foundation does is that we are um, an, uh, a foundation, a nonprofit that uh, deals a lot with um, education, especially when it comes to the arts. Uh, you know, our forefront uh, project is, of course, Museum Machan, which is the first modern and contemporary art museum here in Jakarta. Um, and it is one of the first museums uh, here in Indonesia that not only features uh, contemporary and modern collections from Indonesia, but uh, works from all over the world and exhibitions that we work together with different museums and institutions from around the globe. So, yeah. yeah. That, that's super interesting, but like regarding Museum Machan, how'd you get into that? Like, how'd you get into art? Why'd you make Museum Machan? Because that's like something that's never been done here, right? Yes. So, um, I mean, uh, my family has been, you know, big patrons of the art from um, a long time ago. So it started out because my father is a collector. 
um, and he's been collecting since even before I was born, so in the 90s. And, you know, he's really seen how arts has changed his life and how, you know, creativity plays a big role, not only in the arts, but in what we do in our daily lives and, you know, even in the business setting. And he's really seen the benefits of what creativity and innovation can really do for a person. So he was very passionate about um, you know, putting this uh, together for the greater people in Indonesia as well, you know, and I mean, um, we've uh, also, you know, traveled around the world and we've really seen how amazing the arts has been in a lot of countries. And it's really um, a big and heavy part of the education system in places like in uh, Europe or in the United States. And this was something that we really wanted to bring for the Indonesian people. Uh, we've seen how uh, in Indonesia, like the talent pool and you know, the, the culture of the arts is actually so big here, but it's just really underappreciated. And there hasn't been a platform that has really promoted, um, you know, opportunities for local artists and local, um, you know, people here to really develop that as part of um, a career or even a job, a profession, and even as part of the education system. So this was something that we really wanted to bring together uh, for the Indonesian people. And you know, me having grown up in an environment where I, you know, was exposed to the arts from such a young age, it really did also, I, I guess, like touch me um, from a young age as well. And even though I did graduate with a business degree, it was always something that was a passion and a hobby of mine. I actually wanted to grow up to be a photographer and a filmmaker. So, you know, it's very much ingrained in, you know, my interests and my passion as well. Oh, that is so cool because I think what you're doing is really amazing because Indonesia, like you said, is so rich with like just like culture and art is so amazing. But it's sad that not many people get to see that. But through Museum Machan, that was literally a hit for like so long. I can't even find an Instagram account that doesn't have <laughs> yeah. Museum Machan in their location. Like, um, yeah. what, what do you think is like the biggest highlight or like the most rewarding part in your career um, as like in your uh, Museum Machan? Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of people always think that, oh, you know, it's the grand exhibitions that, uh, you know, we put out uh, from Museum Machan. And I think you know, of course, when everybody thinks of Museum Machan, the first exhibition they always think about is the Yayoi Kusama one that we did a couple of years back. And, you know, it's just, it was one of the most popular exhibitions that we had. But, you know, looking at all of that, I think the greatest um, achievement or what was the most rewarding wasn't the fact that we were able to roll out such big exhibitions at, you know, a, such a young age as an institution, but it's to see how amazing the impact that we've had um, has been for the people, you know, we've had over 200,000 um, children and students that have come through the museum. And, you know, this also includes a lot of what we've done for the parents and the teachers and people involved in education that have seen how our program actually works in terms of impacting the lives of a lot of students. You know, we've seen how, you know, they can really engage together with the exhibition and what is put on display. And actually what they get out of it is an experience that is not something they can learn in the classroom. And therefore, you know, we can inspire them as well to look at this as, you know, creativity, as a career path, as something that, you know, is very important to our culture. And I think those are the things that, you know, we see as very rewarding because it is the vision and the mission of what we are trying to do as an institution too. 
yeah. That's so inspirational on like the impact that you're able to make with Museum Machan. But like, I'm curious yeah. to know that right now in the current situation that uh, the world is in right now, how is Museum Machan doing in this pandemic? Yeah, I mean, it's hard. I think it's hard for everyone, you know, especially when we're, uh, we're not maybe uh, like we don't have the freedom to really go around physically. Um, so therefore, it's been hard. We've been closed throughout this uh, pandemic or since, you know, the best baby period of um, Jakarta and Indonesia as a whole. Um, but, you know, we're still doing a lot of programs even behind the scenes. And what is amazing is that technology is the way that it is today, that we can engage even through social media or, you know, having online pat, uh, podcasts or, um, or online programs that we can still, you know, have a reach to people, even if we can't, you know, engage physically. Obviously, the experience is very different, but, you know, this actually pushes us to be a lot more innovative and creative with the way that we can engage with our audience as well. So hopefully through this, you know, what we can do is, um, we can shift part of what we do in our program a lot online to, in the future. And this can actually be, you know, a good change um, that we have as, you know, not only Museum Machan, but as a whole country to see, you know, what works for us in the future as well. Yeah, but I know that Museum Machan, um, even like until now, is one, one of the most like popular museums. How did you make it like that successful, given that um, it, it is like art in Indonesia isn't as appreciated as like Europe or like, uh, you know, yeah. those places? Yeah, I think, you know, it's th the funny thing about the arts here in Indonesia is that, you know, when we first started off, there's obviously that niche of audiences that really were into the arts, you know, and, you know, they formed a huge part of our audience in, at the beginning of the museum as well. But I think, you know, um, you always like, I guess with anything new that comes uh, to Indonesia, there's always a hype for it as well. And that was really what we had to take advantage of when we first opened. So, you know, um, in the first few months or even in the first year of us opening, we had to be really present in social media and on, you know, different advertising and marketing platforms, you know, um, to really get the word out there, you know. And when we got the word out there, that I think, became sort of like a snowball effect because then people started talking and then word of mouth became one of the most powerful tools that we had to really spread the word of what Museum Machan was all about. And I think once we got people through the door, even though initially, you know, people came to take photos because everything was Instagrammable, you know, what they took out of the experience was something different that is not what they usually see, say, in you know, an art gallery or in just, you know, one of those um, places where you have like really pretty Instagram backgrounds, but, you know, they can really gain knowledge out of what, of their experience here in Museum Machan. And, you know, that, that I think is what draws a lot of people back so that they don't come only once, but actually they know that with the rolling program we have, it's something that they can continuously come and visit and, you know, we give them something new to learn every single time. And of course, you know, a big part of our audience is still um, very much towards students and kids. So, you know, uh, what a lot of what we do is we work together with schools and with, um, you know, universities, with teachers, and we give them material and a lot of uh, learning uh, materials that they can bring back. We train teachers as well to you know, properly um, teach arts education back in their schools. So 
it becomes something that they, you know, keep coming back for because, you know, this is probably training that they don't get from their own uh, schools as well. So, you know, these are the things that we continuously do to make us relevant and it becomes something that, um, you know, people keep engaging and coming back uh, to Museum Machan for. Yeah. yeah. I love Museum Machan's vision and mission and especially what you're doing with like the, the schools and the, and the teachers in Indonesia. But what, what kept you like inspired along the way and what kept you going to keep this Museum Machan happening? Yeah, I, I think a lot of it is because, you know, I've seen uh, the results of what arts can do uh, also personally from a lot of examples uh, overseas. So I actually worked in a few museums in the United States. Um, you know, even if it was for a sh just a short uh, tint and a period of time, you know, um, I was really inspired by how, you know, arts became a huge part of the culture in the United States. And, you know, just how everybody, you know, sees that not only as a tourism option, but as a great educational um, tool as well um, as part of growing up, you know. And I think looking at that, like that was something that we really wish a lot uh, for for Indonesia. And I think, you know, that was what really kept us going and keep us pushing through, even though times are difficult right now, you know, but we know that at the end of the day, what we're working towards is, um, you know, a better, uh, I guess, impact and a better future for the audiences and for Indonesia as a whole. Yeah, definitely. Like, personally, my sister, yeah. she's really into arts and I can see how, like, excited she is and, like, it's the impact that you're having on, like, especially younger kids in Indonesia um, in a place where, you know, art isn't as appreciated as other countries. It's amazing. But, like, personally, um, being, like, a, a younger person and a woman, have you ever experienced any hardships given, like, the stigma in Indonesia and all of that? Yeah, I mean, I think um, it, the stigma is not only the fact that I'm young and I'm a woman, but I think it's because what we're doing as a whole is just a very new concept, you know? So I think a lot of people doubted us and the motives or the, the, the idea or the mission of what we were doing at the start. And it was, you know, and the fact that it was run by somebody who was so young, um, you know, they didn't really look at me as somebody that could do the job or, you know, to fulfill the expectations of what they thought Museum Machan was going to be like. And, you know, the, the great, I, I guess this is both a pro and a con, is that because it was something that was started off as, um, that, uh, by my family, they looked at my dad as somebody that was like, oh, he's the forefront of it. Even though, you know, yes, he, uh, he did concept the idea, but he wasn't really part of the building and the running of it, you know, but, you know, pros and cons, I suppose, but you know, I think when the museum really did open and we launched the idea and people have seen that, you know, in the last three years, it's been growing, it's been producing a lot of great um, exhibitions. They believed, uh, they began to believe in, you know, the idea of what we do. And of course, they, they don't look at me as somebody who's just, you know, trying to sell a concept that has no um, actual impact or result, you know? But it definitely is a challenge, you know, being young and us, of course, in a country like Indonesia, being a woman as well, you know? So um, definitely challenges, but I think the, the important is that, you know, we persevere, we don't give up. And, you know, we have an amazing team as well that has always continually supported us um, and have worked hard to be where we are. 
a day. Yeah. I think that like even even when you had all of these hardships, all of these like things against you, but how you were able to persevere and actually made Museum Machan so successful, it's really inspiring. So what would you say to like, you know, those younger people who want to do something like you did, want to be impactful, but are scared of like the consequences of being young, being a girl and all of that? Yeah, I think, you know, the, the, the great advantage that uh, young people have nowadays uh, is that, you know, with the current uh, environment, the business environment that we see globally as well, you know, CEOs and successful people are getting younger and younger by the day, you know. So hopefully by the time you guys are out in the business world, once you've graduated college, this won't be an issue for you guys anymore. There is always going to be that stigma that the older generations, you know, will look down on us and say, oh, what do you know? You know, but I don't think anyone is too young to start an idea as long as it's a great idea and it's an idea that you believe in and you can actually persevere and work through it as well. The, the greatest advice that I can give is that, you know, don't give up on that. Because I think the, fir- you know, the first step to giving up is always you um, doubting yourself first, you know? And then when you doubt yourself, that's when you start to slow down and you actually end up, you know, giving up. It's not what the world pressures you to be, but it's, uh, you know, what you believe in yourself and you really, um, you know, uh, stopping yourself and being that obstacle for yourself, you know? So the only thing I can um, advise everybody, um, you know, just start whenever go start in college if you have a great idea and keep working through it and i think you know when when the results show people will be able to see that you know maybe they were wrong and this is where um you know you can really really shine and really um you know just uh prove that you know you're never too young to start a great idea yeah Hmm. yeah we just want to see like we are honestly so inspired by you how you were able to really like succeed even with all of this especially in indonesia where that is so (laughs) needed like in us we can see there's like already a lot of you know female bosses they're young but in, in indonesia it's so rare and that's why it was so amazing to find like someone like you yeah thank you yeah i i think it's hard because you know everybody is always scared to be the first one to try it out, you know, because it is a lot of investment that you are putting in. It's a lot of time, it's a lot of effort, and you don't know whether the result will actually be a good one, you know, but I think this is where we can be, you know, if you're the first one to start and it is successful, then you are the leader of that industry as well, you know, and I think this is something that we really want to do as well to inspire, especially you guys in the younger generation as well in the future to know that there is a career path here. There is a, an opportunity here. And there is, um, you know, a lot of great ideas that have yet to be explored. And it definitely is something that we can work on together, you know. And, of course, keep talking to people who are of different industries, leaders of that industries. And, you know, just really learn from them and really um, just use their ideas and build on, you know, your own as well. Mm. Okay, wait, one last question. <laughs> Were you ever like nervous going into something so unique, like especially in a place where, you know, contemporary arts are so not common? Were you ever like really scared to jump out of your comfort zone and do that? Yeah, I mean, of course, you know, art is maybe not for everyone. And, you know, at the beginning, we had a lot of questions as well because people, 
you know, didn't understand the concept of what arts education was, you know. Um, I mean, even growing up, when I had arts class, it was literally you painting a scenery and that was arts class, you know. So opening a, a huge new concept idea where people didn't understand what exactly it was that we did, it was nerve wracking, you know, and it was very repetitive at the start because we met a lot of people where we had to keep repeating what we were doing and, you know, this is new, this is new. And, you know, it, it, it was difficult because I think, you know, at, at one point you really question and you're like, will this really work out, you know? Um, but yeah, like, I think just keep going for it, don't give up. And I think, you know, as time passes and you keep working through it, people will see the results of it, you know, and the doubts that you started to, to have at the start will just disappear, you know, and even though it's not for everyone, um, you know, at the end of the day, the greatest thing is that from the small audience that um, were interested in it, we could actually really touch and impact a lot of people. And eventually they uh, learned to love what we were doing as well, you know, and they're still constant supporters of what we do even today. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for your time and like all your inspiring yeah. words. I hope like a lot of other younger people like us could um, see you as an inspiration as well and do what you did in like making such a big impact. So yeah. Yep. Thank you. Thank you guys. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, keep doing what you keep doing what you're doing too. It's amazing what you guys are doing to try and impact and you know inspire a lot of young people too. So great on you guys. Thank you. Thank you. See you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.